There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The year is 2005. Lindsay Lohan rang in this year, performing rumors at MTV's Iced Out New Year's Eve in Times Square, it is fucking iconic. Stop this podcast right now and go on YouTube and type it in. She was performing in the middle of Times Square and she's all over all of the screens. Coca-Cola's shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like that in the first few seconds, we already tell them to log out. Yeah. <laughs> Hit stop immediately. Stop. Madonna reinvented herself and invented homosexuality with confessions on a dance floor. <sighs> Did what an album. Uh, what a time. The first time I stand Madonna was yeah. this year. Oh, wow. So that's also a fact. Um, Exposed. Speaking of a uh, actual artist, uh, <laughs> Hilary Duff uh, released her first of two greatest hits albums this year. That's right. Wake up, wake up. Beat of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Mimi emancipated herself. Oh, skinny. Skinny. That cover a work of art a work of oil painting art mm-hmm. also this year the second best american idol was crowned oh yes yes there's some debate lately about who is the true american idol mm-hmm. sorry there is only one and she won the first one however we'll make room for some others mm-hmm. oh sorry my <laughs> oh brad's on grinder again <laughs> can't host right now <laughs> Um, All right. Well, uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to 2005. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This this is is our our new new brand. Yeah, no, (laughs) No, that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands. By stands. Dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. We're going to jump right in um, to a very weird time in, in... Britney's life. A transitional year, Transition, if you will. yes. And actually, we're going to start off in 2004. Uh, we we didn't forget it so much as it all connects into this yeah. m- this moment. This moment, to me, kicks off this era. Yes. So what had happened? <laughs> what, what had happened? Uh, well, basically, Britney shows up to the radio station in L.A., unannounced she basically just like tells them within 15 minutes she's showing up and she's very excited to play a song called mona lisa all right cool well thanks for hanging tonight um good luck with your album it's untitled it's it's probably going to be called the original doll so and it's half done yeah it's halfway done right now all right so maybe by the summer maybe by the fall yeah maybe a little bit earlier all right well more of her new song on the way hopefully tonight on the top nine at nine merry christmas y'all merry christmas we got a new britney song we did it was a wonderful time very confusing time this is the first time that i think she completely sidestepped the label yes this was like an unfinished demo unfinished unpolished she said it was dedicated to legends and icons Mm -hmm. so she was talking about herself and we heard a very grainy 
rough version of what would be Mona Lisa on the Chaotic EP. Hey, darling. Hi, what's up? This is Britney Spears, and this is Mona Lisa, and it's number one. Number one? Yeah! Number one! That was her name. 102.7 Kiss FM. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a little story to tell. About Mona Lisa and how she suddenly fell. I died when I heard this. I don't oh, know yeah. about you. So rebellious. It re- This was the... F- was it... I mean, the whole K-Fed thing was pretty rebellious. Yes. But yes. in terms of music... Musically. We never got anything that was like her going rogue. No, we got like... A, a little bit on the website. She would like post these yeah. messages and stuff. Yeah, she would. But, She'd dip in and out. Yeah, but this was the first big... Yeah, musically, you know, she gave us signs with, even from Lucky to My Prerogative, okay, there were signs that she wanted it her way, that things were not great at the the top of the throne, whatever. But this time, she is really lashing out. She's saying she's basically predicting her demise. She's saying she's unforgettable. Mm -hmm. She's the original. Now she's gone. She's It's mm. this song to me is like a fuck you funeral. Yes. Song because yes. she's talking about how she's over mm-hmm. and she's leaving, mm-hmm. but it's not a, in a sad way. She's like, fuck you. She was a legend yeah. and now she's gone. You need like all the ladies like, does that make you cry? And blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. She's like, she doesn't care. She doesn't. She, yeah, it is like career suicide mm-hmm. that she is so excited to, to do. And that's also like her sign off. I think on her website was like, um, have fun with the other blondes that you're putting on the cover of Us Weekly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm out. And wasn't it just like good luck girls and yeah. all caps? Bye, ladies. Um, yeah, which is so, it was so cool. She was so over it. I mean, I was like, is she done? I yeah. was nervous, but yeah, it, it was a totally um, edgy move on her part. Very punk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, biggest pop star at the time. And she's just like, bye, peacing out. Yeah, releasing um, raw, unedited vocals yeah, on and the biggest radio station. RCA didn't know. Nope. And so in that session, she very casually is like, oh, yeah, I'm already working on an album. I think it's going to be called Original Doll. Mm-hmm. And that began the most mysterious, coveted thing in the Britney universe. Yep. Um, many fans, even still to this day, think like it's a finished album that exists I believe that. <laughs> Some, including Kyle. Yep. Um, we we know that it consists of at least 20 songs that have, a lot have leaked since. Mm-hmm. Um, very rough. Money, Love, and Happiness. Ouch. What are these? All the, Rebellion. All these, rebellion.mp3. Yep. We, we've got bits and pieces of others. To this day, things continue to leak. So it's interesting. I... Well, I don't think she had a track list or anything. I do think she had more than enough to make an album. Oh, yeah. Which is very cool. RCA slash Jive at the time was not so into that. No. And I think that album would have been made if she didn't do that. Like, I don't know if Mona Lisa would have been made, but it's one of those power struggle things where I think they you make them look foolish. Well, we're not giving you your album. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it took four years for Blackout to happen 
from in the zone like she punished the label they punished her i feel like it was a mutual like fuck you right but they're also trying to mask it too by yeah putting out greatest hits at the end of 2004 uh-huh. and then we got be in the, the mix, be in the mix at the end year. of 2005 it was almost like they kept just trying to mask yeah every like she wanted to do my prerogative yep but they had to mask it in a greatest hits package it was like weird it was like they were trying to like cover up like oh she's only doing this because it's a greatest hits album and this is just a new song like yeah I, I didn't understand it yeah they tried to write it off real quick and just be like don't i don't i don't know what she's doing she's just experimenting on the road and she was she was writing while she was doing onyx hotel tour she mm-hmm. was just writing here and there producers have since been like yeah we like dipped into a hotel room and wrote a song and it was very weird she was just inspired on that trip and filming on that trip. Yes. So originally she was going to do an MTV special about the tour and then it got scrapped because of the outrageous incident. Instead, that footage ended up being like half scrapped, half carried into some a new project called Chaotic. Yes. On UPN. <laughs> On UPN. I um, did not miss a single episode of this. Me either. Next Tuesday. Hi. UPN takes you inside the private life of Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. It's controversy. That's what they want to see. The never before seen videos. Why are you taping me? You're sexy. The moments that only the two of them shared until now. Can you handle my truth? Britney and Kevin. Chaotic. Premieres UPN next Tuesday. I got Red Bull and Cheetos. Yep. And me and my friend Lindsay. Lenny Bunny. Oh, hey, Lenny. We watched this every single night. For me, it was like a mutual feeling of like dread and delight Mm -hmm. because those, I mean, now we love them, but those moments of her pretending her knees are boobs, sliding across the table and like being as Southern girl as possible were a little jarring for the time considering she was so perfect. For the public. For the public. Yes. Because, of course, we know that that's how she acts. Right. Yeah. I mean, for the public, as far as, like, she doesn't give a shit. She's not wearing a bra underneath. She's just Mm -hmm. laying it all, like... like, It was messy as hell. Messy hair. Talking about, like, I just got butts, like, on the Uh, treadmill. Constantly asking everyone how much sex they have. Talking about her, like, how much sex she has. A lot. But you could see that she was just enamored and horny as hell and like having sex constantly mm-hmm. and really eager to start a family yes and oh she did yes um this was a lot that happened this year it was and it all kind of connected the pieces as we talked about in the last episode of why you know what was happening in 2004 and as it turned out there was just this big love story happening behind the scenes of this concert and they fell really fast and really irresponsibly and like proposed within weeks, basically right. like messy, messy, messy. I definitely started to hate him at this point. Yeah. Did we talk? What did, what were your thoughts on Kevin Federline? Um, because I feel like at this point we never really from like what we saw yeah. publicly, it was a little messy. Yes. There was a, a serve moment where they last like in 2004, they showed up to billboard. That's right. And she rocked a very boys music video pony. She did. Great outfit. So she was still, I thought she was like so stunning. I agree. And I think they were a cute kind of edgy pair. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't mad at it. But you could also tell like she wanted a rebel boy. 
Yes, which you, we finally, our eyes were opened Yeah, to that. Yeah, so at that time, I mean, I guess at that time, I was also like, okay, she wants a bad boy backup dancer situation. That's cool. Kind of like... I just thought he was such a slob. Like, I, I, I think he was watching a, it and yeah. being like, you're such a slob. Certainly on Chaotic. By the time Chaotic came around, it was, like, very clear. Yeah, it's, I'm like, you're lazy. You're keeping our girl from working. Right, like, you're a slob. You're just staying in bed together all day, right. basically. Which, that is basically what she wanted because she was so tired. Goals. Goals, basically. <laughs> and also, like, superficially, like... Early Kate Fed, I was like, I would, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I thought some of the most interesting and eerie moments were those uh, kind of like one night in Paris combos. They were very uncomfortable, but also very enlightening. You know, when the, the Justin Timberlake shade of calling yes. it pussified. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because we didn't really get a lot of anger from her. We got hurt from every time, but there was anger. Because it's cool when guys complain about things that girls have done to them and or their mothers. Cry me a river. I personally think it's kind of pussyfied, but it's like... <laughs> there was a lot of really... I mean, I suspect that they were high a lot. I do too. And not even suspect. Like, it was very clear. So the conversations were so roundabout and stupid. And just be like, about Everybody's love and saying stuff. Everybody's saying stuff. I that, mean, the, the peephole, obviously, is peak. She's on something. Yeah, that was... Quit looking through the peephole. I remember at the time, I think I was so in defense of it. Yeah. And being like, no, she's just quirky <laughs> and she's just goofy. And like, no one knows that about her. And I know that because I'm a stan and I watched Diary back in the day. And that's just how she is. Yep. And now I'm like, oh, no, you are... Yeah. high as hell yeah like as an adult having witnessed <laughs> i'm like oh you were on something yeah who knows even what because some of that behavior was super erratic mm-hmm. chaotic if you will oh. oh chaotic oh can we also talk about the title song i remember i was waiting so there was so much anticipation for that song that i love chaotic i love it too it's super different also than anything she it's had ever very done. very Britney. Very Britney. But I don't know. It's like, uh, how would you describe it? Because it's not that Chaotic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. I, I wish I came up with that word for it. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's goofy and fun and yeah, funky. The, it reminds me of a baby one more time. Oops. Uh-huh. Beat. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of so tacky, but she really is just like, I don't know. And she's doing some weird voices again. Yes. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And that. It's getting and yeah. I love Chaotic so much. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Super underrated. Watch her pull that out randomly. 2019 residency. Um, Could you? I would love that. 2019 still chaotic after all these years um speaking of chaotic i have a story to tell them uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen yeah you've um, a little story to ladies tell. and gentlemen um so i like bionic was truly ahead of my time <laughs> and i had a mini show on myspace Stop. that i called literally just called it chaotic because inspiration obviously yeah with my friends from high school like a and, video? Yeah, and I had my little digital camera. 
that God. recorded video in like you know 360p yeah yeah which was breaking technology mm-hmm. this time and i edited little videos together and i posted them on myspace and they were like literally vlogs before vlogs were vlogs this is before youtube wow i have evidence and i just dropped the ball so I could have been ahead of my time and been a vlogger. Were you talking about Chaotic in it? No, it was just like us going to the Halloween store (laughs) and trying on costumes and getting kicked out and driving around with Lindsay and screaming at people on the street and driving around. Nothing's changed. No. (laughs) Um, We would would go and we would send my one friend out to go do stupid shit and we would film her and get people's reactions and stuff. Really just a ahead. punked. Yeah. yeah. It was like punked meets um a vlog. Wow. And I could have been something with that. You really could have. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You have you have it. You can send it in for Throwback Thursday. Pitch. Yep. Chaotic. Definitely. Wow. Okay. Around the same time, actually before the show premiered, we should talk about all this stuff was filmed before this premiered, but Do Something came out as a single in mm-hmm. early two thousand five. Um before the premiere of chaotic this was a major fuck you to the label as well because she wrote in a note on her official website very shadily she was like it's disappointing that i had to convince my label to put out a video for this song that was coming out as a single but it came out cute or whatever she it was like a super sassy Mm -hmm. note she was so over the label this video i thought she was because obviously after Mona Lisa had premiered, I was like, oh my God, what's happening here? Yeah. But then do something for me. I always look at it as like a beacon of hope. Yes. Where oh, I felt yes. like, oh, there's still... That's her. That's her. Yeah. I remember this came out and it was yeah. fun. And I loved to do something. I still love to do something. Mm-hmm. It's my mom's favorite Britney song, I believe, because See it's rock. See you in court. And that car. Well, yes. Yes. Her Louis Vuitton uh, Hummer. Is it Hummer? I think so. I don't know cars. Um, it's, yeah, it was a Hummer. It's a fake interior, and eventually LV won the lawsuit, so it like got ripped from the internet. Everything, right? Yeah, and it, now it is replaced with like n- those scenes, either digitally altered or just like something. But it is back up. That's so Britney to get copyright <laughs> infringement for <laughs> fake Louis Vuitton interior of a Hummer. <laughs> she honestly, yeah, I have no idea how that happened. I don't think. I don't know. I like, doubt she Does requested. Louis Vuitton not have enough money? Right, exactly. Like, uh, the impact of that video, though. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they needed to uh, sue her just because so many people saw it. It's actually one of my favorites from her because knowing that she co-directed it mm-hmm. is wild. Also, I don't know if you remember at the time. I was on the forums by then, and she throws in like four or five titles and everyone thought those were like song titles, like Love Boat on her shirt. Yes. Hole in the Wall as the, the bar. Mona Lisa's on the doors. And everyone's like, holy shit, she's revealing everything right now. Right. Everyone it's thought all they were code. song t- titles yeah. for her new album. And honestly, it could have been. but It we, might be, actually. Yeah. But, uh, Radar. Know, <laughs> There's a horse in the corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so one of my favorite looks of all time from her is hello kitty necklace short black undies in her like what is it a wrap it's like a little shawl shawl love from that Coles. yep could definitely tell she directed that scene oh yeah that was very her i also remember 
hearing the like shout of freak and thinking that it was fuck. I still think it is. I still think it is. I want to believe it is. I definitely think on her bad days at Peace of Me, she's screaming fuck at the audience. Oh, it, it totally is. If you listen yeah. to it, she's not saying freak. Good. She's saying fuck. It better be. And I think that she got away with it. And yeah. good for her. As she should. Mm-hmm. Total rebellion moment. Yeah, this whole thing was very shocking. Like, at the time, it was just so many middle fingers at her so image. So messy. So messy, too. Yeah. I just, I, I love that video. And even though, and that is, is an example of how Britney could do a video that doesn't need a ton of dancing by any means. There was a little scenes with the love boat shirt and, but then like she a has spin. a spin. Yeah. But then she has a all girl rock band with her. Very different for her, but also very her. It was very her. Clearly co-directed by her. So we have that. Um, there's a lot of tension building between her and the label. Kevin is adding fuel to the fire, convincing her to like rebel against the system and get married, get married at the same time, uh, we should also talk about the music that came out of this. Oh, the EP from Chaotic, yeah. which I love. Love the Chaotic EP. Originally supposed to feature the original And Then We Kiss. That was removed. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it was replaced with Over to You Now, Anal Sex Anthem. Also very important, but it was replaced. Interesting. Yeah. So, Which Over to You Now is not on Spotify. Oh, is it not? No. Wow. I'm going to start a campaign. And I don't think org. it was on, because I have the, I had the physical CD. I don't think it was on there either. Homophobic. It's on the DVD audio, I want to say. It's definitely an official form. I imported the Someday EP from Japan, if I oh. recall correctly, and it was on there. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think it was on US version. Maybe not. Nope. But over to you now. Uh, this is what, this is how stands talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally, oh, yeah. did you, the Japanese import? Oh, that's the Japanese, oh, the, yeah. 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 Which, they always get some of the best tracks, by the way. Oh, Can we just yeah. say that right now? Well, I've I've learned why since, as a J-pop stan, slash just the Japanese oh, market. who, what? Who? A um, J-pop? A J-pop. <laughs> wait, so there's K-pop and, oh, wait. J-pop, yeah, for real. There's C-pop, K-pop, yep. B-pop. B-pop. Uh, Soda pop. <laughs> Baba she-bop, she-bop. <laughs> <laughs> no they do it because in japan they still buy physical even to this day so as an incentive to have more tracks on the album they that's a reason um, to buy it. See, i have bionic on i my know desk. I, I have sadly we are ahead of our time and know to buy the physical fan edition of bionic but not everyone else does which is a shame so, americans are trash they really are let's throw that in here in yeah here. lick a donut while we're at it <laughs> Trump voting bitch. <laughs> You're all trash. Trash. That's why we don't get good things. Yeah. This, anyway. As this morphs into Pod Save America. <laughs> um, so, anywho, let's talk about the songs featured on there. Obviously, we have uh, Chaotic, which we discussed. Which is great. Mona Lisa finished form. Which I hate. I I don't actually, I don't hate it because it has sentiment. Of course. I hate the lyric changes. The lyric that they changes, did like, why? It Sounds Better Mastered. Yes. The, the demo that she played, which is still on YouTube. You can just Google yeah, yeah, Mona Lisa Radio to like right kiss them. The vocals are um, uh, <laughs> very blackout demo, hot as ice, Ooh, yeah. If you yes, know that. Absolutely. Um, 
which are very the first note of the hottest ice demo yeah. that's literally i can't even do it yeah actually i probably could but i don't feel like screaming into the mic and <laughs> making you all deaf <laughs> we got to in 2007 yeah i hate that they changed the lyrics of it me too the original lyrics are so much better i agree much more uh dramatic yes they changed so if you don't know they changed the lyric from because she's gone yeah to she's, she's been, been cloned, cloned. I'm like, no. No, no. She's she's trying to drop that. She was suicide. cloned in ninety eight and ninety nine when all right. the girls were trying to be her and they couldn't do it. Uh-huh. That's when she was cloned. Yep. In two thousand five, no one was out there. No. no. She wasn't cloned. No. She literally was gone. I remember that being a huge letdown because you know that they were like, This sounds too dark. This sounds yeah. like death. Didn't they also remove and she she was a legend though? She's the she unforgettable. She was a legend, legend though. though. Yeah, they did. Yeah, which was also such a good yeah. line too. Yeah. And you could tell they were like, well, she's still a legend. Yep. Get rid of it. Get yeah. Maya in there to re-record it. They, <laughs> they is that too absolutely, soon? It is too soon. It's coming. That here? Oh, no, we are. But okay. like, we get into that in like Circa Circus. I'm going to get killed when I step outside my apartment. You are. We're going to get a witness protection name. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Any sort of reference to death was removed from that song, which is a bummer. It was kind of like uh, going from every time to something lighter, you know? So, Which I hate. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a theme that comes up a couple more times here now that I'm thinking about it. It's just um, how disappointing her team is. Funeral of it. Well, yes. <laughs> that is the overarching theme of this whole podcast. That's the point of this podcast. <laughs> it actually is. is. Revenge. Um, <laughs> no, but this lyrical change... The Gimme More video, the perfume video. Anyway. Yes. Anywho. Next track. People can take everything away from you. But they can never take away your truth. But the question is... Have you subscribed? You can subscribe to It's Britney Bitch here on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. And where can you find us on social media? Where can they find you, Brad? Oh, if you want to follow me, uh, follow me at MewMuse, M-U-U-M-U-S-E on all social platforms. Lucky. I wish mine was all consistent. You can follow me on Twitter at TKyleMac or Instagram T.Kyle or YouTube TKyleM. She was not consistent. And what's the OnlyFans? Oh, oh, um. <laughs> so moving on, uh, there's also over to neat, over, over, I, over to you now. Over, over, over to me. <laughs> over to you now. Co-written and produced by Guy Sigsworth, who also would do the next track someday, I will understand. And co-wrote it with Robin and Imogen Heap. A incredible duo honestly insane that everyone was involved on this i believe imogen spoke out later and i i don't remember how involved she was i think she just like did a fun pop track didn't necessarily know it was going to britney or something i don't know but robin robin has done a few things for her mm-hmm. as well it is a not so subtle song about anal sex and wait everyone has been saying that i don't get it first of all this special place it's in the basement you have to work your way around you'll need some juice but you'll love it when you get there yeah she's talking about a club that's like (laughs) she's talking about the second like the downstairs basement at boxers 
Sure, some may say that. Um, I don't get it. Whoever started that rumor, you're wrong. I, I don't support this theory. Hold on. Because there's lyrics here. <laughs> no, no. This is about anal sex. No. <clears throat> this place is still a secret. I don't think you've ever been. It's kind of hard to find the entrance. You need some juice. You'll love it once you get in. Special places in the basement. You have to work your way around. The place is hot and then it's pumping. Are you ready to go down? Do you like this? This place I'm bringing you to? Do you feel that? Because <laughs> I do. Oh my God. I mean, sure. She went down to the basement at Boxers, complete pitch dark, and she was forced to watch well, maybe she's a RuPaul marathon with Twinks. <laughs> I still don't get it. It could be oral. I, I mean, it could be like oral and maybe not anal, but you need some juice, but you'll love it when you get in is kind of interesting. Interesting. It's, I'm not going to let that ruin the song for me. Oh, I think it enhances it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like if she was like, you need some gun, I'll make it stuff around. <laughs> that was the original lyric jive changed as yeah. well. Honestly, I think because the song was so weird at first, I couldn't totally process it. And now that I'm kind of getting it, and if you seek Amy vibe from it, it's kind of more fun for me mm-hmm. to think that like she's trying to be throwing some signs. I don't know. This is a weird knee moment. It's so weird. Yeah. The, the vocal production, everything about it is super weird. Um, Moving Along is a song that would also become a single in 2005, Someday I Will Understand. The beginning of her most personal biblical journey. Yes, this is her most personal music video <laughs> to date at this time. Penned just some weeks before finding out that she was pregnant with her first, Bobby. Right. Um, <laughs> I kind of love this song and the video oh same especially that remix yes that like trance remix of it i remember being very touched very emotional couldn't really handle the fact that my fave was pregnant yes the visual like being full force pregnant was a lot at once right well see i always thought in that video that she wasn't super pregnant and they just enhanced it digitally Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh she's just full right (laughs) so like i'm like oh i i've I look like that We've too. We've been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, me. I found this very relatable, this music video. Um, she looked beautiful. Her face was very full. Like she was pregnant. Like she yeah. her that is pregnant knee face. Um, slow motion leaves. Leaves, house, sitting. Barefoot. She loved shooting this. You know she did. Oh yeah, she was in like a <laughs> moo-moo. And a wig. She rolled out of bed. She was like, Larry, turn yeah. on the camera. Yeah. Wig, no bra, bare feet, moo moo. <laughs> it's in me. Yeah. This I is really like also, this I think, also too, this is because we're talking about transitional period. Yeah. Britney Power Hour. This is like the <laughs> slowdown before it really fucking takes off. And it just, I think for me, it's like chronologically mm-hmm. the calm before the storm if sure you will. Is. and there's almost like a little in the video there's like a calm before the storm yes the leaves start to rustle i i you can tell i've thought a seasons lot about change. this a lot yeah in planning my britney power hours mm-hmm. it's like the seasons are changing yes the leaves are rustling <laughs> and there is a storm coming honey oh, there's a big storm there's coming a big storm coming this is the part of her career also where her 
I mean, I guess it has from the very beginning, but her personal life almost dominates the music. Like it doesn't really, mm-hmm. the, the music becomes about her personal life. It, it's either responses to the media or middle fingers to the media or about her babies. It becomes, it's not just um, escapist music until, well, blackout is half a response and half an escape. But anyway, I feel, I just feel like at some point she was a teeny bopper. Right. And then it became like every song actually is her most personal. Like she really is. It's true. And as she says in Mona Lisa, she is unpredictable. She certainly is. This year is the most unpredictable. It really it's like my prerogative. Yeah. Chaotic. Then mm-hmm. she's like, I'm gone. Yeah. Shed your tears, girls. And then <laughs> all of a sudden she's got a Bobby. Got a Bobby. Um, and yes, the, the miracle Sean Preston is born on September 14th, 2005, mm-hmm. um, who is heretofore only referred to as Preston. Well, I mean, I get that. You do get that. Wow. Relatable. It's like T. Kyle. Wow. I don't go by the T. He doesn't go by the T. No. Don't ask about the T. Never. Although I did. Then this is a side story and maybe I just cut this out of the whole thing, but <laughs> I just remembered it today. Mm-hmm. I was walking and this psychic walked in front of me. Oh, no. And, well, I didn't know it was a psychic until after the fact. So this guy just comes up to me and he's like, you have got the light. And he starts going on this whole thing. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> he writes down my first name. He writes Timothy, my birth year, my favorite number, and my favorite color on a fucking sheet of paper. No. I swear to God. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. What? I forgot about that. Yeah. How do you forget about that? Well, I'm remembering it now because I'm like, oh, I don't go by what the T stands for. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then this fucking guy. Um, the it was really birthday? weird. Uh, no, he wrote 1988. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Got a full reading. For free? Uh, no, I gave him a 20. <laughs> After. After. Well, that's pretty good. She had to prove herself. Yeah. That's kind of eerie. It was really weird. Anyway, I'm cutting that all out. Okay. I don't know if I will. Actually, maybe I'll leave it. It, I think people like when you Only talk New to the York. top of the songs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only in New York City. The second time I've been read for filth by a psychic against my own will. Yeah, it's true. It's Actually, sign. psychics and you have, have a pretty abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. They just drag you. Yep. Getting back to the Bobby. Baby's born. And to distract us slash give us hope, we get be in the mix. Yes. Yes. From BritneySpears.com. Which was a serve. Yep. But before we talk about that, yes, we just need to discuss pregnant Britney for a second. Oh yeah, because pregnant Britney was a look. It was a look that will forever go down in history. Maybe mm-hmm. like the messy bun with the tube top, tube top. strapless dress. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the what are they called? The ugly um, Uggs. Those. Yeah. Uggs. Is that for Uggs? ugly. But no, the other ugly ones, the platform shoes. Sorry if anyone's... Wearing, oh, wedges. Yeah, sorry if you're wearing wedges sorry listening to this right now. Sorry if you're, <laughs> you're There's like somebody literally sliding them <laughs> off right now. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, I thought they were really cute. I got them from Joyce Leslie. <laughs> but like, I I did Pregnant Britney for Halloween this year. And it was... And the year after, actually. Well, she was pregnant for both. Again. Um... She was not, she did not serve pregnant. Like it was, uh, <laughs> I don't do know you why remember he... the tank that read, I've got the golden ticket yes. that pointed down to the mm-hmm. stomach? That was a Charlie in the chocolate factory. 
as wasn't that the premiere? Yep. As Christina Aguilera would say, she was a t-shirt message girl. She was a, she, she sent messages through the tees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she really <laughs> carried a baby. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of one look from this era. Yeah, pregnant knee that slayed. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. But it was definitely a look that will always be remembered. Yep, that's for sure. It was a moment to remember. Yeah, <laughs> a walk to remember. <laughs> a barefoot walk to remember. I just remember being mad the whole time. I was like, she's going to have a baby and disappear forever. And to be fair, that is the mentality I've had since 2005. Is like, this is her last show. I can't believe she's retiring. Honestly, same. Yeah. It's just constant fear. We've learned to appreciate every waking Instagram post. We absolutely have. Every vaguely, like, I want to leave this planet post that she deletes in the middle of the Mm -hmm. night. We're like, okay, this is it. She's had Every Google image photo search of corn. (laughs) We cherish. We really do. Yeah. She kept us on our toes this era and onward. But anyway, back back to Be In The Mix. Be In The Mix. I distinctly remember ordering this on the official website and getting this in the mail. And I was sick that day. I was very excited to receive it. And I thought, I think overall, though, this remix album is incredibly well done. I think so, too. I... They're all good. Yeah. Like, these are not, like, cheap filler tracks. No. These are not, like, you know, random single promos for Spotify streams. Like, these Mm -mm. are well done, well produced, gorgeous, dark, kind of. Dark. A little dark. Including one original, And Then We Kiss, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite Britney songs of all time. It was that moment where... I thought maybe she was suggesting that she was going in a trance direction next. I wish. If only Bristol time. Seriously. The Junkie XL remix. If you haven't seen the saga yet on my website, go to MewMews.com and look up And Then We Kiss. Everyone thought, well, not everyone thought. We, everyone was kind of not sure if that was actually the original mix, but just like produced by Junkie XL or something. Because when it came out. It sounds like it was. Because I don't really. Yeah. Their stuff is a little more funkier. Yeah. And not as dark. Right. So I think they just probably produced it. So what happened was, it was actually Mark Taylor produced it, and the original version leaked in 2011 or 12. And I tracked him down and emailed him and got confirmation that the version that leaked was the actual original. The kind of like darker sounding one. And that the Junkie XL really was a remix of the song that never came out because it was going to come out on the Chaotic collection. So we we have it. We have the original. You can look it up on YouTube um, or maybe my site. And and then We Kiss exists. And it is one of my favorites. Very adult-y. Very, um, I don't know, takes you there. It's my go-to sign-off song whenever I DJ around the world. <laughs> During my Ibiza residency, (laughs) I sign off at 4 a.m. with And Then We Kiss. It also feels like um, it could have been a really good, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like a finale to Breathe On Me. I wish it was. I think it was probably done around that time, but different people. But yeah, if she wanted to, Breathe On Me, And Then We Kiss, all that had kind of a vibe going. Mm Mm-hmm. But she wanted to go in a very different vibe based on the stuff that she was writing with Michelle Bell and all these original doll people. She wanted something kind of stripped down, kind of funky. 
Yeah, and we didn't get any of it. We didn't officially, no. But well, this is truly the mysterious album. It is, yeah. 2005 is really kind of the heart of the original Doll era. 2004 is when it was confirmed that it existed. But then Mona Lisa be- coming out this year was, like, officially, was, I suppose, the only indication of what we might have gotten. Mm-hmm. The chaotic EP is kind of, like, the closest we would have gotten. And then that project was shelved, unfortunately. And why, we will never know. We'll never know, yet. Instead, we got the remix album. Yes, we did get that. But also, the remix album, The Touch of My Hand, mix Ugh, of this is Bill really Hamill good. remix is so good. And also, you know what we said about Toxic, but I will yes, say... the Rao Hoffer, RIP, I know he, he passed fairly recent years, and I remember when he... The news of him dying, I was like, oh my God, that's the one who did that amazing Toxic remix. This is an incredible Toxic remix. That is a remix that is a remix because it's like, it rips the song apart and makes it something else. Yeah, that is a great remix of Toxic, making it um, palatable for the homosexuals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're listening to this and like Toxic, you are straight. I'm sorry to inform you. (laughs) (laughs) This is the gay album. This is the gay album. Yeah. This is the album that you can play at a Britney night. Yeah. That stands no. Definitely. Yeah. Also, the Every Time remix is so good. Ugh. And the Don't one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I mean, they're all great. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was such a random mix of songs, too. Like, they didn't... They, like, went way back with some mm-hmm. of them. And then some of them were obviously, like, in the zone. And then... Yeah. I remember loathing that album cover, though. Just that, like, butterfly. Really? I loved it. <sighs> I don't know why I hated it. Oh, because she wasn't on it. Oh, well, right. Yeah, I was mad about it. I thought I, was, I thought it was very artsy. It, it was artsy. I wanted to, I was jealous because I was like, you know, in graphic design class at the time <laughs> in high school. And I was like, I could do better. Yep. Well, so that's pretty much, I guess, where we left uh, in 2005, right? Yeah. We've got a scrapped <clears throat> album, a, a baby. U- a baby, a UPN show, which did not go over favorably among the no. general public. We didn't really talk about that, but... Uh, I remember there was a... <laughs> and I Was it Best Week Ever? Mm. It was either Best Week Ever or VH1's Most Something or... You know those like roundup shows? Yeah. Which were so good. Yep. There was one that was biggest celebrity F-ups yeah. or like biggest celebrity mistakes of all time or something. I can't remember what it was, but all I remember is that chaotic was number one, but I have the DVD the charts yet again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will take it. Her first number one. Yeah. (laughs) In decades. Oh my God. Yeah. I have the DVD. Um, I remember like going to Best Buy in orange Connecticut and getting it and um, being sort of shameful about it because it was so, Hated. Hated at the time. Yeah. And I was not proud to own something that had Kevin, Kevin Federline's face on it. I remember nope. being mad about that. And as we'll quickly find out, she too probably wouldn't have put it out in just about a year's time. No. Um, but it's nice that it exists for for some some bits and moments from it. There are some fun, chaotic moments, but for the most part, it is very cringe. And of the wedding is featured in it as well. Yeah. So that had happened the year before, but we never really got to see it. Yeah. And also such a mess. Yeah. Just the juicy outfits. So 
Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So Which girl. is why I stan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why do you stan? Mm, she reminds me of my friends back in New Jersey. <laughs> she never does her hair and yeah. she's in a muumuu. She wears Uggs and muumuus. <laughs> Tits out. I mean, true though. Fave. Fave. Um, so before we finish up this episode, I want the grand finale <laughs> to be discussing one of the the threads that has carried us for uh, 15, 13 yeah. No. Uh, five plus t- ten plus three is thirteen. One, can everybody in Vegas? Can you one, help me count two, to three? three. <laughs> thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen right. solid years. Holy shit. Scent-filled years. Yes. Thirteen scent-filled years of fantasy. <laughs> Fantasy. A perfume. An eau de toilette. Everybody has one. Is that how you say that? Eau de toilette. Eau de toilette. Yeah. Eau de, eau de toilette. Eau de toilette. I think that's it. Also, eau de toilet, eau de toilet. <laughs> Thirteen years of eau de toilet. <laughs> that is absolutely how she says it. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> she read the she read the box and she was like, "Why is it in a toilet?" <laughs> well, I'm sure someone out there has a fantasy of that. Oh yeah, but um, this is the creation of the fragrance mm-hmm. that will never die. Sure won't. It will never go away. The scent follows you everywhere. Sure does. And there are currently, as of today, well, I mean, unless she surprises Literally us tomorrow with- <laughs> we're going to have another. So as of the time of recording. Yeah, as the time we're sitting here recording it, there are 17 <laughs> fantasy moments. There will be five more when you listen, even yep. if it's next week. I'm going to read them off. Please, please do. <laughs> it is just so ridiculous. <clears throat> fantasy. Midnight fantasy. Hidden fantasy. Circus fantasy. Fantasy twist, island fantasy, fantasy anniversary edition, fantasy the nice remix, (laughs) fantasy the naughty remix, fantasy stage edition, in in case you didn't know, she sings and performs on stage, (laughs) rocker femme fantasy, fantasy Renner exclusive edition, I don't know what a Renner is. I don't know. I th- it's a it store. Was like a, yeah, I think so. It was. This was a red bottle. Okay, yeah. That's the other thing. They never changed the bottle. They just changed the color of it. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Intimate Edition. Maui Fantasy. In Bloom Fantasy. Sunset Fantasy. And she needed a gay fantasy moment with Fantasy Pride Edition. That's a lot of fantasies. That's a lot of fantasies. Uh, do you have any favorite fantasies? Like the actual perfume or like a real life <laughs> the fantasy? The actual perfume. <laughs> oh, okay. We can go there. But I was saying the actual perfume. I would like a nice um, woodsy pine cabin getaway fantasy. Okay. okay. I was, I meant like the ones that she released, oh. but she probably will make that one. Um, I've woodsy honestly fantasy. only smelled the original and Midnight. Okay. And oh, I also, do you remember when we were at piece of me yes in 2013 it was 2013 one wasn't it when what happened so my memory of fantasy is just the my memory of that trip is <laughs> just the endless photos of the same photo just remixed into oh all the different ads the well yeah Patel photo yeah and when we were at piece of me mm. either in 2013 or 2015 and during perfume all <gasps> of a sudden it started to smell like fantasy and I'm thinking, wow, promo. Promo, yeah. The yep. fog machines. This is one of our favorite memories oh, from so Peace of Me. 
so the fog machines are going off and I'm like, oh wow, they're spraying fantasy <laughs> during perfume. And then all of a sudden I look to my left and there's this queen spraying fantasy in a circus top hat, wasted, wasted, crying, crying, sobbing, screaming, Brittany, Brittany, spraying, spraying perfume. fantasy. Fantasy might bottles. have been, yeah. My, How do you get in with those? Uh, I don't Aren't those know. Like weapons. Consider <laughs> fantasy. Surely you can't is. bring your own drink and liquid into a. Uh, I'm unclear how that happened, but he sure was spraying away. Um, that was definitely a memorable moment uh, in the piece of me experience. Yeah, we were in the pit. We were in the pit, coated, coated in, in mist of fantasy. Fancity. Fancity. Yes. Also, <laughs> another good memory. The Neki Manage show. Yeah, shout out to Neki Manage uh, once again for providing a fancity experience with. Which now I know because in this, it's a YouTube meme. Yeah. And they call it fancity. And as I was writing that list out of the 14,000 fantasy bottles, I actually started calling it fancity. Meets, yeah, because I mean, it it's, just, it's it visually just, just messes with you reading it so well, many times. Neki Manage kind of ruins words. I mean, ablum. Yep. Like, true ruins us um yeah i i do you even remember the original fantasy commercial yeah it was really good it was her in like the woods mm-hmm. and a body double and, and a body double of kevin yeah yeah and it's like a cupid sort of situation mm-hmm. once upon a time there was a goddess and a hunter she was beautiful and he couldn't help himself there wasn't a single part of her he didn't want to touch She was leaving soon on a goddess world tour. So he did something kind of crazy. And they lived happily ever after. Fantasy. Everybody has one. And she looked really well, whoever it was looked really, really good. I mean, I don't know if it's I thought it was a body double. I'm just saying I mean, that because I think it is. Who has the time to shoot their own fragrance? And it's like overlays of the curious commercial. Yeah. And completely. it's like there once was a oh, hunter. Yeah. There once, yeah. And a goddess. <laughs> and she was about to embark on a goddess world tour. Oh my God. Which, like, she was not at all prepared for because, being touring. No. And then it just got remixed, reimagined, uh-huh. <laughs> renamed, re sniffed, re. Yeah, Midnight Fantasy, Hidden Fan. I own Fantasy the Nice remix by accident. And Circus Fantasy. What was the context of the Nice remix? Uh, the Nice remix was sent to me for some reason. I received it in the mail as a gift. I was gifted the Nice remix. It also smells terrible. So thank you for sending it to me. Circus Fantasy I received as well also smells terrible. That was from... <laughs> it smells like peanuts and I believe elephant m- shit. It, it does. It smells like... Welcome to the circus. <laughs> That my mother picked up as like a little spray from Marshalls. It was heavily discounted. Oh, wait. The Naughty and Nice yeah. remix had that really fierce commercial. Oh. I'm just looking at the ad now. Was it on Fantasy Google. Twist? Fantasy, everybody has one, everybody Naughty has and one. Nice, where she's in the hotel. I thought that was Fantasy Twist. Oh, wait, because Fantasy Twist is Nice and Naughty. Oh. Because so Fantasy they, like, Twist it combines it in one bottle. Right. Yeah, it is Nice and Naughty. Yeah, that is uh, one of the many times where she uh, 
it gives us a better commercial slash visual than what actually was happening in her own music career. That is true. That commercial was so good. I just remember the wigs and the, yeah. the cute. And she had fun in it. Well, she's always one to play a character. So she was like gothny. That was a complete blackout look. Mm-hmm. Like Egyptian Mixed with, like, fantasy. Wig. Yeah. She did like Egyptian give me more look. And then it was like um, Marilyn Monroe goth kind of look. Like it was like a old Hollywood glamour, but I don't even, it wasn't even, not even Marilyn. It was like earlier. Mm-hmm. And then the flapper. Flap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Ugh, so good. So good. I don't even remember later uh, editions of fan- like Sunset Fantasy that completely went below my radar. I never smelled yeah. any of them. I do remember <laughs> Believe, smelling well, Believe. I'm I'm about to go on a, a tangent when we get to believe. Actually, I don't even know if we're gonna get there in that episode, so I might as well just say it now. Believe is my favorite Britney fragrance. Um, it outsold. It is <laughs> underrated and underappreciated. It is what I believe the true unisex fragrance in the in the whole line. Um, I have worn it a few times myself. I use it as a room spray. Um, I even ordered a backup bottle because I was afraid it was going to run out. And my own fucking heart, Britney heart tattoo is from the Believe bottle. What came first, the bottle or the tattoo? Oh, the bottle. And like, I wanted a heart from her, obviously, like her signature heart. And I just couldn't decide because I looked through like, you know, all of the like fan hearts. But it kind of felt wrong taking somebody's autographed heart. Like, I don't know. It's like kind of weird to like have a pen signature heart that which I mean I know a lot of people who have them and I love them all but like I was like I'd rather have one that like she kind of like put out herself Mm -hmm. and so this was like kind of a obscure artsy fartsy uh Britney heart compared to like I mean we she does so many of them she've got like professional headshots with it you've got like the Britney Jean heart you've got (laughs) <laughs> the singles collection doesn't singles that have collection one? heart yeah that one i was considering as well but it's not my favorite i don't want to shade the, any of those hearts because i know people who have them i just for me really liked the heart on top of the believe bottle so it's very near and dear to my heart deep in my heart <laughs> deep in your heart on your arm <laughs> deep in my skin <laughs> um yeah but uh so yeah believe outsold and um yeah, I actually find that her like one-off fragrances are like cooler than her eternal fantasy line, in my opinion. Like, <clears throat> prerogative just came out, which is not does not <clears throat> smell the best. Does not smell the best, uh, but I still feel like it gets its own cool campaign. Whereas she just chucks out so many fantasies that they don't always right. get their their fantas- their full fantasy. <laughs> Um, yeah, and basically they just edit out a different hairstyle on the same picture of her. That's true. <laughs> so, And they add different colors to it. Yep. The femme fatale iconic bed photo. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I think we should probably wrap up this year mm-hmm. um, with our knee. What's the knee? What is the knee for 2005? What's the knee? You know, I, I don't want to be negative. <laughs> And I say this as a term of endearment, if oh, you will. Yes. I am going to say, I feel like chaotic knee yeah. is a good one. Yeah, I really feel like chaotic was a perfect... Because as... chaotic is messy, but it's chaotic also... Chaotic is messy. More fun. Definitely chaotic knee um, kind of defines this year. This is the second 
this is the first of two titles that have never been more on point blackout being the other to describe like a moment mm-hmm. um yeah chaotic is exactly what it was yeah so chaotic knee is 2005 for sure really went from being um confident in her career mm-hmm. to thinking that it was over yep to then being like oh no it's fine yeah and then thinking it's over again yeah and then one more year of it which is 2006 next year 2006 yeah we'll see we'll see how this relationship pans out yes <laughs> we've got another year of chaos another year of chaos and some popos out oh my god which was kind of a pop a, sl- a slight slay a okay, slight well. serve <laughs> And they say, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> see you in two. We will see you next year in the next episode. See you in 2006. Yeah. See you soon. See you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.